If you've been raised to feel that anger is bad and you are on a spiritual growth or personal development path, this clip is for you. Hey, Adele Wong here, and welcome to the podcast where we explore all things related to helping you maximize your life, one big bodacious life to get you more of what you want. And in my experience of working with hundreds, if not thousands of people from all walks of life, uh, whether they be well-educated professionals or homemakers or uh, young people straight out of school or uh, more retired folks, there is one energetic theme that I've noticed that is just insidious in stealing people's ability to create the life they want. And this, I could boil it down to um, a, a very uncomfortable relationship with the energetic of anger. People are very afraid sometimes of this energy within themselves to such a point that many spiritual people spend a lot of energy doing what they can to meditate it away, to let things go, to to sweep it out of themselves, to constantly clear this energy of themselves. Or from a more religious standpoint, this is often part of um, praying some of these things away. Um, and I just want to invite you to take a step back and look at what's been happening from a more macro lens. Um, you know, a lot of personal development and spiritual development up to now has been in a very individualist model. There's this idea that your life is completely up to you and whatever you need to clear, it's, it's, it's all your work. And if you do enough of your own work, personal development, prayer, um, positive beliefs, all that, that you should be able to create what you want. But there is another layer of stuff that is going on that, frankly, if people don't recognize it's going on, it only adds to more anxiety, depression, confusion, and I'll say it's self-hatred at times, because something is off and people are having trouble articulating what it is. Anger is something that a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to say they are not that. And why is that? That we have such an uncomfortable relationship with this natural energy, which is as God-given as any other energy. If you were to look at things from a more macro lens, you may want to just be curious when it comes to some of these ideas that have been promoted about um, anger being a, a negative vibration, it should be um, cleared away, should be prayed away, you should be grateful. Have a look at who are the voices, who are the people who are, have been saying this message. If you look deeply, you'll see that this message primarily came from the lens of a certain group of people who have been in charge of things. And they are they have been in the majority. They have been in power. And I'll just generalize here by saying that this has been through the white male lens of how things should work. So if you are looking through life from this point of view, there is perhaps a an expectation of how things should fall in line because You've have more you've had more of the privilege, more of the power. And there have been a lot of things going on that just never happened to you. 
So there's a sense that this is how things should work for us all to align under my idea of how things should go. And if you were to be really strategic, what is the message you would have to send to the masses, to the people, to encourage them to fall into line the way you think would be for everyone's highest good? You would need to sell them the idea that anything uncomfortable like anger is something to be worked out or to cleared, um, to be let go, prayed away. Um, this is your personal work. This is your personal responsibility so that you don't go crazy and do something that would hurt other people. And this is especially a message that's been sent to women in a patriarchal culture that, in a way, this idea about anger is a, a colonial mindset. It came from parts of Europe and has now been kind of um, taken on as one way of looking at the world. Now, I am not suggesting that this was ever done with any malicious intent. I'm not suggesting that at all. But you can see how these pieces have fallen together in such a way to keep people from taking action. If you look at this spiritually, anger is just an emotion. It's like the color red. And just like any other emotion, we have many colors in our lives as our, our God-given palette. We have blue, we have green, we have yellow, and all the nuances in between. And we would never, in becoming the artists of our own lives, we would never judge some colors better or worse than others. We would never say that blue is better than red, for example. And that's exactly what's been happening when people sit with emotion. There's this idea that I can be a non-judgmental person as a spiritual person or you know, we don't judge. And yet, if you look at the narrative, there's tremendous judgment to feel one way versus the other. That, you know, giving or, or, or that, that kindness is better than um, unkindness, or that, uh, you know, being compassionate is better than being selfish, and all these things, where in reality, if you're a human, you're born with all colors. Unless you're structurally colorblind, which might happen, everyone is built, born with a full range of colors of emotion, uh, access to energy, just like colors on, of, of an oil palette. But we have, we, have, we have judged half of the palette as being unacceptable. Anger is one of the primary energies that for many people has been taught as that's bad. It's a low vibration. You don't want to be that. You don't want to show that. It's unspiritual. It's unevolved. Can you relate that being called angry is often um, a description for it with derision. It's treated as something shameful, especially if you're a woman. To be an angry woman is looked down upon. And so millions of women are trying to be anything but that. And in my experience as an energy medicine practitioner, I have to say that this blanketing out, this stifling and suppressing of a natural energy is the cause for so many problems, health-wise, spiritually, emotional, ulcers, migraines, chronic pain, 
I could go on and on. There is a direct relationship with what's happening when people have not allowed themselves to feel something that's as natural as breathing. It's natural as a smile. And many women would say, no, 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 that's not me. The conditioning is so deep because people have confused an emotion with a behavior. There's this idea that if I feel this way, I'm going to do something totally nuts. And of course, we we don't want anyone going totally nuts and blowing people's heads off. And there is a thing that I will shout from the mountaintops called righteous anger. Meaning there are times your anger is really trying to tell you something. Something isn't right. It's either violating your, 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 your boundaries or something is being asked of you that's, that doesn't feel right, that um, you feel your values aren't being respected or you don't feel safe or something has really upset you. Notice what happens when people try to meditate it away with things like, well, you know, maybe this was just meant to be, or thank you so much for showing me where I have more self-growth to do, when really this anger is trying to tell you, take action, do something. This is not right. This can be whether it's an oppressed people or a patriarchy telling people, you, you can't be angry, get over yourselves, or, or you can even look at this in culturally, you know, to keep people marginalized. Disempower them by telling them that anger is, anger is not acceptable. Anger is shameful. Now, I'm not saying this was ever done deliberately, but it is the impact where people are having to go to yoga to let go of their anger when it might be more useful to have that conversation with someone who said something that was really unacceptable to you. That is the nature of this energy. In in nature, animals get angry when they need to defend a territory. That's what keeps them safe. And millions of people have been told that anger is bad, and the result is tolerating more unacceptable or dangerous or abusive situations. People staying in very abusive situations because they feel like somehow there's more work for them to do on themselves, or they need to meditate it away, or look at this from a spiritual lens, or even maybe there's some past life karma I need to work out. This is my lot in life. I can't be angry because then I'm not lovable. I'm not a spiritual person. My vibration drops, etc., etc. And a lot of this is coming from some of these new age ideas that have gotten warped into anything that feels bad is something that you need to just sort of let go of. But there are times that the anger is desperately trying to tell you something, to take action, whether it's for your own safety, whether it's something that you need to go after so that your life can bloom. What would it be for you? Where have you stifled your own anger or seeing yourself as, I am not one of those people. Where have you maybe privately looked down on someone who was angry as saying, wow, that person's got some stuff they need to work out, instead of being a little bit more curious? Maybe you've been around situations where people are angry and you shut down. It's so scary. You want to run from the room? And this is very common with people who've been through trauma. 
So if you've had trauma in your background around a loud, angry, abusive, or dangerous person, a violent person, it's quite natural that you would spend the rest of your life not wanting to be anything close to that. And in doing so, you may have thrown out the baby with the bathwater. Abuse is never acceptable. And the impulse to take a stand towards what you want can be thrown out along with the discarding of that. So in my work with clients, we do a lot of parsing and, and pulling apart the, the parts that are very useful and necessary that are equipping you to go after what you want instead of be feeling like, you know, a doormat. Um, one classic example of people, very nice women, they don't see themselves as angry at all. If I ask them if they're angry, they, they really give me a baffled look. No, I'm not angry. And I'm like, ooh. Because the flip side of anger is passion. Or there is a, there's a minimizing. Well, I'm not angry. I just get a little irritated sometimes. There's a shying away of the, of the pure force of this beautiful energy that can transform your life. It can transform social injustice. It can transform oppression. It can help change the world. But as long as we have people shut down and unable to access this energy, we have abusive situations that continue. We have people raised to smile and nice their way through abusive situations, unable to take a stand for what they believe in, unable to protect themselves physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And there is a little bit of a spiritual warping going on that sometimes people say, well, anything that happened, it was for my own good. I was meant to learn this path. I had an abusive father who abused me terribly, but it was because I was meant to learn something. Folks, you know, I'll, I'll leave that for another broadcast, but in this clip, welcome or invite your natural passion back. You don't have to act, but you do have to know the honesty of what you feel. And when you're angry, you don't need to do anything, but notice your anger. The Dalai Lama has said, don't act in anger, but don't ignore it either. So I hope this helps you have food for thought of where you can reclaim more of your natural ability to attract what you want, to take a stand for what you want, perhaps protect yourself instead of waiting another year or nicing your way through life and hoping something stops. You know, maybe you've been smoking the pipe of hopium, which I call it. I'm just going to hope that things get better without me actually having to do anything. That's very common with people who have been disconnected from this powerful energy. So, share this with a friend that might find this useful. What is this bringing up in you? Where can you um, be more um, in touch with a true passion that you might feel? What are things that you feel strongly about? You know, one way to get in touch with righteous anger is to just start talking about something you really believe in. What, what do you want to take a stand for on the mountain and shout it from the rooftops? 
because there's a lot of gut energy there. There's a lot of anger that's harnessed in a righteous way. And that is a beautiful thing in this world. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. I, I welcome your comments. If you'd like to have a private conversation with me on what's going on with you, feel free to book a, a short discovery conversation with me. I work with people all over the world on Zoom and privately and in small groups. Um, and until next time, stay well. Rock on.